Well, hello again. It's time for another run at spinning singles here. I'm Todd, and um, it's uh, Christmas Eve, heading into that hour, um, and very, very cold out. So I wanted to get this done for you. And this is kind of a um, kind of a milestone episode. I believe this is my fiftieth fiftieth podcast for this, and we are up to April tenth, nineteen eighty two, for the Billboard charts. And for that particular week, we had four new songs that came in the top 40, and I'm going to talk about one that hit the Hot 100 as well. So let's get started. Um, first song I want to talk about uh, was actually made in the studio by members of the Talking Heads, and it was a group called the Tom Tom Club. And at the time, I'd never heard of them. This is a rather unique sounding song, if you've ever heard it. It's called genius of love and it um, talks about a lot of the the really good funk artists that were out at the time and it came in at 37 and would go to 31 very unique sound it's been sampled a lot up until this point and if you've heard it you'll be like you've never forget it because it's just just a unique sound and that's their only top 40 hit as an artist tom tom club and genius of love it was recorded on the sire label and it did not have a picture sleeve uh, the record itself is kind of medium to hard to try to find a 45 copy of it. I'd say it's about a 5 to $10 record if you can find it in good shape. Uh, no picture sleeve, but not one you usually see too often and not one you hear on the radio much at all any, anyway anymore. So moving on, the next song to come in that week was number 38, and it was by the Rolling Stones. It was another hit from their album, um, Tattoo You, which had uh, just produced Start Me Up, and this is called Hang Fire. It's actually one of my favorite songs by the Stones. It's also one of their shortest. It was only two minutes and 22 seconds. Very upbeat, uh, likable, danceable song. And um, the B-side's called Neighbors. Not a bad cut either. And um, it's in that Rolling Stones, uh, what I call the tongue sleeve. It's a cardboard sleeve with the opening in the middle, it looks like a girl's mouth with the teeth and the tongue. And they must have found a bunch of these because they hadn't used them since the early 70s. So when I bought this record when it came out, I thought, oh, here's a tongue sleeve with it. So this particular 45 did not have a picture sleeve for the Rolling Stones. But as I've said before, this group has some value in no matter what they release. So um, this is a stock copy and probably worth 5 to $10. The sleeve itself is probably worth about $5. And it would go to number 20, so it was a pretty decent hit for the Rolling Stones that week, and that's Hang Fire. The next song I'm going to talk about was is probably the only number one song I'm going to talk about this time. And it was by a new group at the time called The Human League, and it was called Don't You Want Me. And it was pretty much a song um, played back and forth between a male and a female singer. Very upbeat, danceable chorus. And yes, it went all the way to number one. It came in at 39, would go to number one for three weeks, um, and became a huge hit for them. And it did have a picture sleeve. Shows a picture of the group on the cover, white picture sleeve with them. And on the back, um, it just lists the B-side, which was called Seconds. And it's from the album Dare. And very, very fun song to listen to. In fact, at that time, it was also number one on my countdown, too. So that's Don't You Want Me by the Human League. Uh, not a valuable or a hard record to find because it went to number one, probably only a 3 to $4 record. And the last song to debut that week at number 40 was by Ray Parker Jr. And this was, um, I believe, his first solo effort uh, 
getting away from the group radio. And it's called The Other Woman. And it was a big hit record for him. It uh, went to number four nationally. And I remember hearing this a lot on the radio. So on his label, Arista, at that point, it did not have a picture sleeve. And it's probably a 3 to $4 record since it was such a big hit. And um, that's Ray Parker Jr., The Other Woman. Now, the only other song I wanted to talk about that week that debuted in the Hot 100 was by the group Shalimar, one of my favorite R&B dance groups, and it was called A Night to Remember. Came in at 82, would go to number 44, so it just missed the top 40. Very upbeat and danceable. Um, still on the Solar label at that point, Shalimar. And it was from their album Friends. And if I had to guess, I think Jody Watley is still singing on this record. I'm not sure, but I think she is. And if you've never heard it, I recommend it. It's called A Night to Remember by Shalimar. Not a valuable or hard record to find. Probably about a 3 to $4 record. Which brings us to the next week in 1982. And it was dated April 17th. And uh, the first song I'm going to talk about, there were another four songs that came in the top 40. And the highest one um, that week was a tribute song by Elton John to the late John Lennon at that point, since he had been assassinated, unfortunately. Um, and it's called Empty Garden, and he wrote it about John Lennon. Hey, hey, Johnny, it's in parentheses. It did have a picture sleeve. It's on the Geffen label. That's what Elton John was recording on at that point. And the picture sleeve is just black with Elton John on the cover of listing. And then on the back, it lists the lyrics, which is kind of cool. You usually don't see that on a picture sleeve. Sleeve is probably medium hard to find if it's in good shape. It's probably a $5 sleeve. The record is not as hard to find. Um, it would come into 36 and go to 13, so it was a pretty decent hit for Elton John. And that's uh, Empty Garden. Next song I'm going to talk about, and we're still doing the medley craze. Um, and 8281 was the years for that. And this is another version of the Stars on 45. And at this point, they had done a tribute to Stevie Wonder, which was actually pretty good. And that's what it's called, a tribute to Stevie Wonder, Stars on 45-3. It would come in at 38 and go to 28. And it was actually only their their second top 40 hit behind the medley. And um, it's still on Radio Records, the same label. And, of course, they are a Dutch group that uh, basically – got together to imitate some of the bigger artists. And uh, at the time, medleys were really big and um, not a valuable or hard record to find. And that's the Stars on 45.3, tribute to Stevie Wonder at 38 that week. Next song to come in was a very, very political, topical song. And of course, when I first heard it, I understood the subject matter. But as I've gotten older, it means a lot more, and it was called Still in Saigon by the Charlie Daniels Band. It came in at 39 and would go to 22. It's on the Epic label. Obviously, it's about um, somebody reliving the Vietnam War back in Saigon. And at that time, I don't know if the term PSD had been put out there yet, but that's what it reminds me of. Charlie Daniels does a great version of that, and a very heartfelt song is from the album Windows from 82. And at the time, it would be his last top 40 hit. He didn't produce another single to crack the top 40. So um, no picture sleeve with this one. And it's on the Epic Blue label with the Epic Blue sleeve. But um, not a hard or a valuable record to find. Probably 3 or $4 if it's in good shape. And the last solo top 40 for Roberta Flack came in at number 40 that week. 
and um, it's called Making Love. And I don't know if you all know this, but it's actually a movie song. Um, at the time, I didn't realize it was from a movie. They just played it a lot, and it was a nice ballad. And it would go to number 13, so it was a pretty big hit. And it did have a picture sleeve. And once I saw the picture sleeve, it kind of gave it away because it says from the movie. And the movie had Kate Jackson in it. And um, the sleeve, kind of hard to find. I'd say 3 to $4 if it's in good shape. It's a dark-colored sleeve, so making this even harder to find it without ring wear because the darker sleeves easily had ring wear. And the record itself is on the Atlantic red label with the Atlantic brown sleeve. And um, not a valuable or hard record to find, but it was her last solo hit on the top 40. And one more thing about Roberta Flack. We heard a lot about her in this area because she went to school in Washington, D.C. and had a lot of music around this area. So, And unfortunately, she was just in the news recently having some sort of affliction. I'm not sure what exactly it was. It affected her voice. But um, she is still with us, but uh, kind of disappointing to hear that. She had such a lovely voice. And I am going to talk about three songs that hit the top four, uh, hit the Hot 100 that week. Um, and one of them that got a lot of airplay around here, but did not do very well nationally, was a group called Prism. And I think last week we talked about Don't Let Them Know. This is called Turn On Your Radar. And it came in at 82. It's on the Capital Purple label from their um, album Small Change, and it would go to 64 nationally. It wasn't a huge hit. Not a valuable record, but just one I remember hearing a lot on the radio, so I wanted to talk about it. Uh, next song I'm going to talk about that came in that week in the t- uh, Hot 100 is um, Smokey Robinson and Old Fashioned Love. And I didn't hear this right when it came out. I only heard it after the fact. And it's not a bad song. It's kind of a mid-tempo to upbeat song. And it's on the Tamla label. Um, and it's from Yes, It's You, Lady. That's the name of the LP. And it would go to number 60 nationally. So it wasn't a huge hit. And uh, not a hard or valuable record to find. Last record I'm going to talk about came in at 95. We'll go to, only go to 63, but it's by the group ABBA. And it's called The Visitors. And it was the song title from one of their LPs, The Visitors. And it did have a picture sleeve. And it's one of the harder picture sleeves from ABBA to find. They say it's probably about a $20 sleeve if you can find it. It took me a long time to find a copy. It's not the hardest one, but it's probably the second hardest. And you're wondering what the hardest one would be? Probably money, money, money from the 70s. And since we're talking about the 80s, I'll stick with that. But uh, the visitors, if you have that picture sleeve, uh, it's worth about 20 bucks if it's in good shape. And of course, ABBA was on the Atlantic label. And this was not their last, um, I believe it could have been their last Hot 100 hit at the time. And of course, they just uh, got back together earlier last year with a reunion tour and everything. So that's ABBA. Next week I'm going to talk about was the uh, week dated April 24th, 1982. And there were four songs that came in. Hey, is there a theme here? We had four songs coming each week. And this uh, week continues it. Refresh my voice here. So we are going to talk about the first song to come in. And it was by Barry Manilow. And I'm thinking, ah, another ballad. Well, I was wrong. This is a very upbeat song. And it's a cover. It's called Let's Hang On. And it's a cover of the Four Seasons big hit. And he came in with it at 37, would only go to 32. But it was nice to hear him sing an upbeat song, as far as I'm concerned. And it's actually not a bad cover of it. I kind of like it. It's on the Arista label. 
And um, I believe the album was called If I Should Love Again. And um, unfortunately, Barry Manilow Records did not bring a lot of money because they just don't. So they're 2 to $3 a record. And that's when follows the same pattern. It did not have a picture sleeve. Uh, next song to come in was by Dan Fogelberg. And this one was called Run for the Roses. And yes, it's about the Kentucky Derby. And it was from his album Innocent Age. And it was on the Full Moon Epic label, which is one of my favorite looking uh, labels. And it was a ballad, very nice song for him. It would go to number 18 nationally. So um, I don't think this had a picture sleeve. I thought it did, but I guess it doesn't. And um, the record's probably a 3 to $4 record. Um, and speaking of ballads, we might as well keep going. And this next song would turn out to be his last top 40 hit. And I'm talking about John Denver. It's called Shanghai Breezes. And uh, came in at 39, would go to 31 on the RCA label, no picture sleeve. And like Manilow, Denver does not command a lot of money. Um, this is from his album, Seasons of the Heart. And uh, I do like some of his music, especially the earlier stuff. But this song, really don't have any feeling on it one way or the other. It didn't get a lot of airplay, so I didn't hear it that much. But that's John Denver with Shanghai Breezes. And the last song was even more obscure, I think. It was from a one-hit wonder artist that came in at number 40. It's called If I Had My Wish Tonight. And it's by an artist named David Lasley. And don't know much about him at all. Um, I know he's from Michigan. And it's from the LP Missing 20 Grand. It's on the EMI label. And um, kind of a ballad to mid-tempo song. Uh, did not make it very high. Only made it to 36 on the top 40. So another song I did not hear much and don't know much about. Um, does not bring a lot of money as well with no picture sleeve. So the only other song I'm going to talk about um, that hit the Hot 100 that week was the song by the Carpenters, probably my favorite song by them. And it's their cover of Beachwood 45789. And you're thinking, oh, I've heard of that song. Well, it was originally done by the Marvelettes, and it was a big hit in the 60s. But this one was cover song, and Karen Carpenter's voice is, is awesome. And this was on the A&M label from their album Made in America. It would come in at 83 and only go to 74, so it was only on a few weeks. But I did hear it on the radio enough to say, wow, what a cool cover, and I got it. If you've never heard it, you ought to listen to it because she does a great job with it. And that's Beachwood 45789. And it's only about a 2 to $3 record, but it is kind of hard to find since it wasn't a big hit. Which brings us to the first week of May, 1982. And we have time to talk about that. There were actually five new songs to come in. And take that, six new songs to come in. So we're actually getting busier. And the first song to come in, way up at number 20, so it took a huge leap. It was from the group Asia, and that was a super group is what they called it. And um, it was called Heat of the Moment. They were on Geffen. It did have a picture sleeve, and it shows um, a cover of a serpent on the cover and a picture of the album and uh, the artists on the back. And it was one of those what I call prog rock sounding songs. Heat of the Moment was a pretty big hit. Would go to number four, so it was definitely a big hit. And doesn't bring a lot of money because it was such a big hit. And that's Asia, Heat of the Moment. Next song to come in at number 28 was a, another hit for the Little River Band, and it was called Man on Your Mind. And it was a pretty up-tempo good song from Time Exposure. That was their album. It's on the Capital Purple label. 
And it does have a picture sleeve, and the picture sleeve shows a picture of the group on the cover and a picture of the album on the back. And, of course, the album had the Night Owls and Take It Easy on Me. And this is also one of my favorite songs. It's very upbeat by them. Not a lot of value with that, maybe a 3 to $4 record. And Man on Your Mind would go to number 14, so it was a pretty decent hit for them, and that's the Little River Band. Next song to come in at number 34 was by an artist I'd never heard of, and it turned out to be his only top 40 hit. It was by Aldo Nova. That's A-L-D-O Nova. He was a rocker from Canada, and it was called Fantasy. And it would come in at 34 and go to 23. It was on the Portrait label and uh, did not hear this a lot. I heard it every once in a while. And it was his only top 40. I think he had a couple other hot 100s, but this was the only one that he made it that high. Uh, the picture sleeve's kind of hard to find. I'd say maybe a 5 to $7 picture sleeve, and the record is not. Maybe a $3 record. Uh, next song I'm going to talk about is one of my favorites. And, you know, when it first came out, I thought, oh, it's pretty good. But as the year's gone on, I've really liked this version. It's, uh, it's going to take a miracle by Denise Williams. And it's a really lovely ballad by her. Came in at 37, would go into the top 10 at number 10. And it's a remake of the song that was done by the Royal Lettes, one of my favorite girl groups uh, locally, originally from Baltimore. But she does a great version and a great job with this. It's on the ARC label, which is the same label as Earth, Wind, and Fire. And it was from her, let's see, Nicey album, N-I-E-C-Y. So I thought that was kind of neat. And uh, no picture sleeve with this one. Um, Columbia sleeve with... Uh, the ARC label, and that's Denise Williams. It's going to take a miracle. And let's see. Time for a couple more here to finish out the week of May 1st. And the next song to come in was Donnie Iris, My Girl, and it was his last top 40 hit. And um, kind of liked it. It was from his album King Cool. It did get some airplay, and it would come in at 39 and would go to 25. So it was a pretty big hit for him. And no picture sleeve on the MCA label. And um, not one you hear on the radio much at all anymore. In fact, I didn't hear it much when it was out. But that's My Girl by Donny Iris. Does not have a lot of value. I'd say maybe 3 to $4 record. And the last song I'm going to talk about was a kind of a total surprise. It came out of nowhere. Uh, came in at number 40. It was by Simon and Garfunkel. And they had been broken up for a long time. And they had gotten together to do a concert in Central Park in 1981 New York. And they did a cover of Wake Up Little Susie. And it debuted at 40, would go to 27. So it was a live cut, but they did a great version of it. It sounds really good. And um, it did not have a picture sleeve. And it is kind of hard to find a stock copy of it. I believe maybe a 3 to 4 to $5 record if you can find it. And I believe, I'm trying to remember what happened at that concert. I think there was some controversy with the crowd control. Uh, back then, but I was so young and I can barely remember it. It was a long time ago, but it was nice to see them record again. And in fact, Paul Simon just had a tribute special to him a couple nights ago on TV where a lot of artists paid tribute to Paul Simon. So that was nice to see as well. So that's Simon and Garfunkel, Wake Up Little Susie. And that's about all the time we have for this Christmas Eve edition of Spinning Singles. I uh, want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. We'll Get to New Year's weekend next weekend, and we will do um, May of 1982. And it'll be another edition of Spending Singles. Till next time.